Goosebumps number sweet 16. One day at Horrorland. Enter if you dare. The next ride might be their last. The Morris family got lost trying to find Zoo Gardens theme park. But that's okay. They found another amusement park instead. It's called Horrorland. In Horrorland, there are no crowds, no lines, and the admission is free. It seems like a, a, a pretty cool place. But that was before the heart-stopping ride on the deadly doom slide and that terrifying experience in the House of Meteors. Because there's something weird about the rides in Horrorland. Something a little too creepy. A little too real. Listener beware. You're, You're in for a scare. scare. Yes. You're gonna love Dark Falls. Happy Sweet 16, Daniel. Happy Sweet 16. This is also Sweet our, 16. our year anniversary. Oh my gosh, happy anniversary. It's been a year. It Thank was last July. Thank you guys for July. listening for a whole year of Welcome to Deadcast. Welcome to Welcome to Deadcast. I'm Daniel Montgomery. I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery. And you guys... We've seen the Goosebumps movie. Oh, we have. Are we talking about this? <laughs> well, we have to say that. I mean, I can't not say that we saw we it. We saw the Goosebumps movie but yesterday. Yesterday. Wow. wow. We're not allowed to talk about it. We're not allowed to talk about how great the opening and closing credits are. <laughs> I, I, the only thing I have to say is, <laughs> I second that. Wow, so many thoughts and so many hopefully surprising magical things to come for the podcast. Yeah, the, yeah, Maybe. a lot of we'll see what happens, but there was a lot of exciting. Did we talk to Rob Letterman, the director, for we quite did. some we got time to talk yesterday, to the director and, and all the publicist ooh. people for the movie? So, um, hopefully, there's some really cool stuff come October 2015. Ooh. But now, girl, we got that one day at Horrorland. This is the winner. This book is the winner of the Goosebumps bracket that happened earlier this year, 2000. 2015. Scholastic doing this, and it was voted by fans as the most quintessential Goosebumps book. And I know that's the truth. Yeah. I know that's the truth. This was the first Goosebumps book I ever read. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you a little story real fast? Oh, please do. I was in Mrs. Stevens' third grade class in Dallas, Texas. And we had this system in my class, in my class, in the system in my class where if you were uh, well-behaved, and is it really Mrs. I was, Stevens? Mm-hmm, with a V. Mm. And um, I was super well-behaved. And when you would get well-behaved, you got these gold coins. And you Give keep, me them gold coins. Give, give me, me them coins. coins. You would keep these coins in a little pouch, and you would keep it in your desk. And at the, every Friday, you could take the coins and pull off the wrappers and eat the chocolate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you could take them to the back class, and you could buy stuff from the, quote, shop, end quote, in the back of the class. Ooh. And I always knew in the back of the class, there were like it was a bunch of like McDonald's toys and stuff like that. But there was this ratty old 
busted old ratchet years and years old moth eaten copy of one day at Horrorland. And I always thought it was way too scary. And these books were for big kids and there's no way I could read this, this crusty old book. And I remember the corner was bent back and someone had moons are big guys. Someone had um, traced the cover and it was all bent and scraggled. And I wanted everything to be perfect and perfect condition. I was like, I'm not going to buy that disgusting, stupid old book for big kids. It's way too long and complicated to read anyway so i ended up there was nothing in the shop that i wanted one time so i i bought one day at horland i read it and the rest is absolute history and that just goes to show you kids it pays to be nice i know right and the copy that daniel's holding in his hand right now is actually the same copy from mrs stevens third grade class and if you, you notice know, the co- it's, it's pretty it's, good it's taped together um oh. it, all things considered it's ta- it doesn't look as as beat up as, as it sounds like it is but this is the it one really that started it all actually mm-hmm. it's this is one of my favorite covers the cover's just fantastic the colors are it's like a teal and a dusty rose pink yeah it, it it really is. It makes me feel goosebumps. A um, mauve. I might even say it's a light mauve. Mm, mauve. And it's a sign that says, When I mauve, you mauve. Just like that. Welcome to Horrorland, where nightmares come to life. And there's a big horror, which we'll get into the, the dirty deets of what that is. Just peeking over the billboard, and there's a twisted old, creaky old, gnarly old tree. And then there's a Ferris wheel <laughs> in the distance after a dusty and pink And a coaster, sky. a ghoster coaster. And the, um, the horror, so terrifying looking, is these red piercing eyes. And mm. his horns on the cover of this book used to confuse me. I used Twist. to... I used to follow the twists and turns this horn being all confused, yo. But as you guys know, if you've listened before, if this is your first time listening, welcome. But if not, I reread these books when I was 16. I'm 20 something now. But there's a, in the back, um, in the back, in the uh, front, the front cover, I'm sorry, the inside the front cover, I graded these books and I gave One Day at Horrorland a B minus. That's it? Yeah, because here's the real tea, you guys. No tea, all tea, all shade, I guess. I think the beginning of this book is fun. The middle is pretty fun, but it really loses me at the end. But are you serious? I think I give it a B now or B minus. Well, let's talk about it. This is this is this is my one of my tops. Well, it's one of Daniel's tops, this not is, one this of mine. Is, this is what I always thought. I, I this this or Shocker and Shock Street should, should, should be, be the Goosebumps, Goosebumps movie. movie. Yeah. There's so much in this book. Mm-hmm. There really is. There's so much. We even I even had the computer game. Remember the computer game? And I'm also was, holding in my hands the graphic novel. They're this graphic novel came out a few years ago um 2007 um they're called terror trips and they and they do it's a shocker on shock street one day at Horland in deep trouble what else do you want liter- literally what nothing. else do you want and the graphic novel is actually an excellent representation the of graphic the novels are so good. much better than the trash tv episode Ooh, as good as this book is is as bad as the tv I might, episode it's a two-part is. tv episode that we'll talk about a little later but it is part- Piss poor. Yeah, part two of the two-part of One Day at Harland might be the worst episode, Goosebumps episode. It's definitely the worst Goosebumps episode we've watched so far rewatching definitely. the episodes, and it might be the worst episode of the entire series. Mm, strong words, and you might be right. Yeah. This book came out in February 1994. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the book starts off, we have our main character, Lizzie. Lizzie Morris. Lizzie Morris, she is, I know you guys need that description. She has straight black hair with blue eyes and she's tall and thin. Gorgeous. (laughs) It kind of sounds like we're related. Um, Lizzie Montgomery, (laughs) lol. (laughs) Lol, just kidding. Her hair is dark brown. Bitch. But it looks black. And Lizzie is with her parents, her brother Luke, 
who's 10 years old and their and Luke's best friend Clay. And Clay is just a scaredy cat. Scaredy cat. Clay, Clay's a scaredy cat. With short feathery blonde hair and round little eyeglasses. Well, this is fun because we usually we just have our two. And this it's true, there get... are three. Three for the price of two. Yeah. And this family's on their way to Zoo Gardens theme park. But uh, dad, dad who is uh, short and chubby and blonde with a Chicago Cubs cap. Uh-huh. I thought that was cute. Uh, forgot to pack a map. What a total guy. This is the 90s for you where this book wouldn't exist now because it's like, oh no, we're lost. The map. Phones. I know, the map. Phones. Map quest. So they're driving literally through the desert, yeah. you guys. And everybody's hot and restless, restless leg syndrome. Yeah, hot and ratchet. And Luke is pin- just pinching Clay. Oh no, don't pinch. Oh no, the mad, he's, he calls himself the mad pincher. Pinch. Ow, he pinches them. And they arm wrestle and things are tense and hot. Everyone is yelling and dad is frustrated and they're totally lost. Uh-oh. And dad keeps turning around, spinning around and refusing to ask for help anywhere because there's no one to ask anyway. They in the desert. Yep. And all of a sudden, they realize they're not in the desert anymore. Shrubs and trees start appearing and Dad's like, alright, you know what? I really don't know where we are. I'm gonna pull over. I'm gonna look at this here map, which I guess they found or whatever. And then while, there's, while, while the car is pulled over, Lizzie looks up through the sunroof and there's a monster over the car. <sighs> with red eyes and a twisted grin. Ooh. And it turns out it's a mechanical monster head that's peeking over a billboard, much like the cover of the book. And it says, welcome, the billboard says, welcome to Horrorland. The mad peeker. (laughs) It says, welcome to Horrorland, where nightmares come to life one mile. And they realize there's a theme park close by called Horrorland. Horrorland? We have to go to Horrorland. Wouldn't you give your fresh legs to go to go, to see that billboard? These legs? That creaky old, cratchety old thing? I'd give these two legs. You know what it makes me think of a little bit? It's a quick sidebar. Quick sandbar moment is when, mm. we, when we go to um, Pierce College the corn maze there's that mechanical huge terrifying creature that's over the creatures creatures of the the corn corn maze oh if you live in los angeles around halloween you've got to go to pierce college you have to last year was the last year they were doing it never mind it's closed anyway there's this really great thing in la where there was this like haunted corn maze and there's this big creature that come out of the maze there's a big old mechanical mechanical. one and it would would roar and it was terrifying right 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 and there's there's video of it on my Instagram. Oh, follow us on Instagram, Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery. Danny Mac seven six nine D A N N Y M A C K. Yeah, now back to your regularly scheduled program. So Luke begs Dad. He says, "Please, Dad, please, please, please come go on, to I'll be your best land. friend." And Dad's like, "Uh, fine, all right." And uh, Lizzie says, "In her brain, Lizzie's the protagonist. She's the narrator. She's first person perspective here, which I, I love." Lizzie. And she says, "It couldn't be too scary, could it?" Oh how! Oh wow! Was I wrong? Oh wow! There's so much foreshadowing in this book. I'm just gagging over Good, it. I love it. So they start driving one mile ahead through those thick trees, and they realize they's in the middle of a forest. This is something I didn't remember when I reread it this time. I, I, you know, I was so disappointed in the TV show because the TV show just takes takes place in some lazy old woods. Sick. And then when I was rereading this book, I was like, oh, they acknowledge that Horrorland is like in a forest. Oh yes, I it's didn't remember that. Thick the 
just the thick of it with a big tall purple fence and a huge parking lot with barely any cars and a few buses that say Horrorland on them. And eerie organ music is playing. You guys, I want to go to Horrorland so badly I could cry if I was very tired. I know, and really hungry. And yeah. Angry. So there's a big sign by the front gate with, with, with the same monster they saw on the billboard that says, The Horrorland Horrors Welcome You to Horrorland. Yeah. <laughs> So they're so excited. They're so scared and excited. And they get out and run towards the gate. And then the car explodes. Yeah, this is like chapter three or some shit. And the fucking car blows up. Fuck what? shit. Like seriously, you guys, the car explodes. Yeah, like it legit explodes. Oh, wow. So they're freaking out. They're like, oh my God, our car, our car. They run up to the ticket booth and a monster is there. Monsters at the ticket booth with bulging yellow eyes and dark horns. And the dad's like, you don't understand. My car, our car, I need a phone. And the horror says, sorry. There's no phone. There's yeah. no phone. Basically, horrors look like green or purple monsters with horns sticking out of their heads. And bulging yellow eyes. That's pretty much the only descriptions we get. Yeah. I think they also mentioned they might have black lips at one oh, point. Oh, gorgeous. I Mac. might just be making that up. Mac cosmetics. I might be making that up because I just want it. You know what I'm saying? Can I hear it from my sisters? I know. I want that black lip. Mm. So the horror says, don't even worry. You know what? Actually, sorry about the car. Don't even don't want to happen. Don't don't even worry. We'll take care care of you. Don't worry about transportation. We'll make sure you're taken care of. And the Morrises are like, okay. okay. He says the horror says, please enter as our guest. Free admission today. Don't even worry. And the kids are like, who cares? Girl, Let's just go in. And mom's like, all right, fine. Let's go in now. Not like guys, the car just got blowed up or nothing. Horrorland is my wildest dream and playing this video game computer game sorry it was just oh gosh so you know good. what i think you can go on youtube and see it um damien my friend damien is trying to he's trying he has a copy of the windows 95 game <gasps> and he's trying to rebuild a computer oh, that you can play it on it's all for you and damien. he has a youtube channel that he's starting it which involves he and his friends playing video games and he was gonna have me on for the episode to play what the harlan video game i guess i'll just sit at home by myself that's <laughs> <laughs> all right look at me <laughs> it's no big deal um i'm better than you <laughs> Uh, I would kill everyone to play that game, including you, Damien. Just kidding, I couldn't play without you. Love you. Damien's actually the Let's get to the rides. So, I just wanted to talk about the game and how magical the game is and talk about how much is in Horrorland. We're going to talk about it. We're going to get there just to show everyone out there that this should have been the movie. Anyway, as much fun as the movie was. So, it's a f uh, they enter and immediately they come across, immediately they come across brown cobblestone streets with cottages, dark trees, organ music, and they hear howls. I love that. I love how organ music is pumped and screams are pumped. Pump. Pump. Pump, pump it, it up. up. Pump throughout the entire park. And there's a sign that says, Welcome to Werewolf Village. Do not fear fe do not feed the werewolves if you can help it. Oh my god, seasons <laughs> don't fear the reaper. There are so many signs in Horrorland that have little puns. Read me the signs. Tell me my fortune. The signs indicate Signs? Read me the signs! Tell me my fortune! 
And as they're making their way through the cobblestone streets, a horror appears in a window, and another horror walks by carrying a human head. No, no, please, anything but that. And then they see a wolf slink by. Is it real? It can't be. Oh no, a wolf slink. And dad says, you got, you know what, you guys, this is cool and all. I need to find a phone. And mom's like, you know what? I'm going to go with him. We're going to find a phone. We're going to figure out what to, what to do about the car. Bye, Lizzie. Bye, Luke. Bye, Clay. Says, meet back here, you guys. Do you promise? Do you promise? So the three are all alone in Werewolf Village, and they see a wolf behind a cottage with red eyes, and it's growling at them. No, please. It's so real. It's so real. Oh, no. Will Blake. It must be a robot, they say. It, it must, must be, be a robot. robot. If it looks real, it must be a robot, and it can't be terrible CGI, because that doesn't look real at all. Uh-uh. doesn't even look real. Not even scary. No. So they see a sign while they're walking around Werewolf Village that says, No pinching. Lol. Like, what does that even mean? What is this, St. Patty's Day and you ain't wearing greens? <laughs> So Lizzie pinches Tender greens. Lizzie pinches Luke and Luke says, Hey, can't you read? Ow, the mad pincher strikes again. Lol. And like, then they see parents walking their walking their daughter and she's crying. Who cares? Let's go ride rides, they say. Yeah. So they make it through Werewolf Village. They see a sunny circular plaza with green and purple buildings and horror selling black ice cream. I have to try it. I hope it turns mm, my tongue salt black. And straw. Re oh, what's the Reptars um, candy bar song? Um, a Reptar bar's chocolate and nuts and caramel and green stuff and, and it swirled and stirred and rippled and beaten and sweetened and sweetened till you can't stop eating. The superest, the duperest, the double chocolate scooperest, the meanest, the best, there's better than the rest. Reptar bar, Reptar bar, the candy bar supreme, the candy bar that chews your tongue green. I love it. It's so good. What made you think of that? Turns your tongue green. Oh, that, that candy. Oh, I know. That and Scooby Snacks. That and Scooby Snacks and RuPaul's Candy Bar all taste the same to me. And Butterbeer. Listen, I had a long conversation about Butterbeer. Me the and Brian Dare. Who do you think I talked to about it? We talked an entire, entire car ride about three kinds Excuse of Butterbeer. Excuse me? Excuse me, I had that car ride too. Well, well, I'm I get to play the video game with Damien. <laughs> Fine, I'll be drinking butterbeer with my best friends. Oh, I want butterbeer. So Sorry, bad. you're playing the game. Fine, I'll have my black ice cream and play the video game. And then they see a big purple mountain. No, and the big purple mountain says Doom Slide. Will you be the one to slide forever? When I think of One Day at Harley, and the first thing I think of is Doom, Doom Slide. slide. So they follow a curved ramp inside of the mountain. No, no. And it's dark and cold, and they hear the sounds of children's squealing. <laughs> <laughs> squealing like stuck pigs. But they don't see no kids. I don't see What a dream come true. Yeah, right. Sounds like my apartment on any afternoon. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> they see a sign up the ramp that says, Warning, you may be the one to slide Warning, to your doom. Warning, incoming game. Warning, in I told you they're doing a reboot a remake, right? Warning. They're doing a reboot remake? You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, girl. Okay. They get to the top and they see a wide platform. It's very dark in there with 10 sliding boards. What, what are sliding boards? Look at the graphic novel. Okay. Isn't it obvious? See? No, 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 no. Well, no. 
I love. I I just I just gave a peek at the graphic novel and it is gorgeous and amazing. But that's not exactly. Thank you. That's. We'll talk it out. We'll talk it out. When Arlstein was describing this, I had I had some trouble. I had okay. some trouble imagining it. That's why I'm so one one of the reasons I was so excited to talk to you about this today was because I want your opinion on what the Doom Slide is really like according to your imagination. Okay. So, but this is what Arlstein basically says. He says they're they come up to the the you know the platform or whatever and uh, they see ten sliding boards. Uh huh. And. Two whores are standing in front of them, and they say, "Be careful which slide you pick. Don't pick what? What? I know you said horrors, but it says, and two whores are standing there. I'm gonna say it for the rest of the episode. You know, I naturally say horror. I naturally say it too, but I train myself many, I've many, many. I trained myself to unsay horror and, and Florida. And Florida. I, I, I come from the same body that you do. Yeah. Have you met my mom? Yeah, she's gorgeous. I know, flawless, Rosemary's baby. Hi, terror twins. There are two whores standing in front of them, and they. Let's just say it for the rest of the episode. I promise you I will. Be careful which slide you pick. Don't pick the Doom slide. You'll slide forever. And they're like, yeah, 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 we get it. So I want to slide forever. Don't you get it? So they, uh, Lizzie chooses slide number three. Luke chooses slide number two. And Clay loses. Clay chooses slide number ten. Luke, Luke chooses three. No. Lizzie chooses three. Luke chooses two. Clay, Clay chooses, chooses ten. Slide number ten. Great. Clay chooses. Clay, Clay chooses choose. slide number ten. <laughs> So this is the part I don't quite get. They're in their on their sliding boards, and then the bottom tilts from underneath them, and they start sliding down. Mm-hmm. Are they on like physical boards, or are they? Is it like a water slide? You know what I mean? Is it like that water slide kind of thing where they? But the bottom tilts down. What does that mean? And also, is the like? Can you see where the slides are going? Is are they ten holes in the wall? I imagine it complete darkness, and you're sitting on a thing like a water slide, and when it when it goes, the ramp plops down, and you slide onto the slide. Okay. And it's completely dark. But but they do mention that you can see each other while you're sliding. I think you can see each other when you're about to disembark onto this, when the slide ramps are about to clamp down. And you will see everyone disappear. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it's like. You know me. I've got to get it all. I've got to know it all. I've got to experience That's it all. That's why I was so disappointed it was in the TV episode. I know. Trash. <laughs> Actual trash. Don't worry. We won't talk about the TV show for long. So they, the bottom tilts down. And I'm sure there's a joke in there somewhere. And they start cur- sliding down. Lizzie starts curving down, 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 down. This is so fun to me. It is. It's so and much fun. And the graphic fun. novel, I mean, just plugging it back and forth, it does a pretty good job of representing what, it, the, what this looks like. It does. It looks like a blast. But this is why I say it's a Lizzie can see Luke next to her sliding in the darkness. Yeah. And it's like a human roller coaster. You go up and down. It sounds so dangerous. I'm like, do you slide off the edge or is it like a tube? You might slide off the edge if you're not careful. Wow. And they go faster and faster up and down, deep down and around. And then all of a sudden they land outside on their butts. Mm, up, down, over, through. And they they land on the ground and they look up. They see closed chutes in the side of the building. Just Lizzie and Luke, though. But where's Clay? Where's Clay? Oh, no. Maybe he's around front. Maybe he came out the front. And then they go around the front. He's not there. Huh. They ask a whore and she says, well, they, call, they all come out the back. And then she says, maybe he chose the doom slide. <laughs> and she says, there was a warning. There's always a warning. They're now your size. a warning. They're always your 
I just want everyone to recognize that we just overlapped. Overlapped a, references. A Buffy season two Buffy the Vampire Slayer reference with a What Lies Beneath right? with what um Death Becomes a reference. Wow. wow. Let's see if we can fit a What Lies Beneath reference in later. Okay. I'll, I will. I promise. All that all that says to me is that we're in the right place at the right time. Yeah, yeah, we chose the right slide. Mm-hmm. We chose the doom slide. I guess it's number 10. So anyway, uh, Arl Stein says, uh, Lizzie, this is Lizzie speaking. She says, Luke and I goggled at each other. And there we go again. Goggle. Mm-hmm. And they decide, to choose, they decide to choose slide 10 just like Clay did and ride together. So they go back up, they ride together, they slide forever and ever and ever and ever. Oh no, but they're sliding. And that's the end of the book. (laughs) Yeah, choose your own adventure. No, they go sliding down and then they see a column of flames. Well, before that, even before that, this is how much fun the Doom Slide is. And and when you and Damien are playing the game, you'll see how much fun it is because it's like, it's like actually, You'll see it. It's oh, so you, much. Fun. You and Brian should come over after you're done with your no, drinks. No, I'm so sorry. I'm too thirsty, and I'm I, I'll be I'll be quenching my perfect thirst. Oh, okay, sounds great. And I'll let you know how it is after we win the game. I already did. I won it many, many, many times no, during my childhood. You never finished it. It's true. I never finished it. That's because it was so damn hard. It's the only video game I've ever <laughs> played in my life. It was so hard. It was impossible. And it was hosted by Isabella Rossellini. Um, Death becomes her. Who was in Death Becomes Her? It was hosted by Isabella Rosalina. Yes, she would keep coming up and saying weird things during the game. Like what kinds of stuff would she say? You'll have to tell me when you play it. I don't remember. Wow. It was a blast though. Anyway, they're on the slide and there are steep, steep dips and bumps and sharp corners and they go through itchy, sharp cobwebs. Sounds like my last relationship. Lol. And then, uh, then we get to the column of fire. So talk about your precious column of fire. So there's this column of fly- fire, and they slide right through it. Okay, Daniel, go ahead. But it, they feel the heat, right? Yeah, and just th- like my last relationship. Woo! <laughs> they feel a blast of heat, and then they realize that was it. And then all of a sudden, it's over. Just, just like, like my your last relationship. relationship. <laughs> and they slide for a while longer, and then they're dumped outside in the front of a sign that says, Welcome to Doom. Pop- Dump cakes. <laughs> They, they land, listen, we're zipping through this, but this the ride goes on for a very long time. Not long enough, if you ask me. Same with me, but Lizzie's like, I we're going to slide forever, I know we're going to slide forever. Just when she thinks they're actually going to slide forever, they land outside and land in front of a sign that says, Welcome to Doom, Population Zero Human, sounds this like my last relationship. scared me so much. When I was a dumb little kid reading this old, old book, I thought to myself, this is too scary. I can't finish reading this. It's too scary. You really thought that? Yes. That's so interesting. Yeah, but then I finished it. Obviously, I loved being scared. You know what I mean? Of course. So I had to go back and read all the books that were already out. I had to start from number one. <laughs> <laughs> I had to start from number one. You know how I work. Yeah, I know. Did, what was your second one? Didn't you read... Um, this woman's work? Didn't um, you read A Scarecrow Walks at Midnight next? A Scarecrow Walks at Midnight was the next one that I read. I, I had loved, to go I love the cover so much. Oh, I can't wait to get And then one. I went back and read them. I can't wait to get to that one. Anyway, Clay is there, by the way. They found Clay. They're in Doom. Get it, lol. Hey, Clay. They slid to their Doom. That's so funny to me. I love it. I can't get enough terrible trash puns. I'll never get enough. I missed the pun. What was the pun? You know, they, sl- they slid to their Doom. Oh, And yeah, they ended they- up in Doom, oh, like it's a town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. That one just went right over your head. Yeah. So, Clay, Clay I don't know why they why they come up with this, but or 
or theorize this, but they say, we must be on the other side of the park because they don't recognize anything. That's, I imagine that the mountain's really, really big and the slides are really long and twisty turning and they took you somewhere else. I wish I could have seen that in a big old movie. Yeah, that would have been great. So they see a sandy path and they see kids with bathing suits on and a sign that says, Horror Rap, Horror Rapids. And then they see a big square glass building that says House of Mirrors. Let's go in there. And Luke begs Lizzie, please let's go in there. And she says, no, I think we should find our parents. And then I a horror. A whore grabs her and says, get away while you can. Please, I'm serious. Get away while you can. Seriously, don't pinch. Don't pinch. Promise. And I, I, I made a note that this whore was wearing a bulky costume with a purple tail. Wow, what a whore. I've seen whores like that in Santa Monica Boulevard. Yeah. Wearing the same thing. Yeah, same. Lol. So they decide they're they're probably they're they's gonna go into the House of Mirrors. Yeah. And the sign in front of the House of Mirrors says, Reflect before you enter. No one may ever see you again. That's fun. Lol. So um sounds like the time I was on Tinder. So they go through a dark tunnel and then they go walk through halls and all, no one ever I don't know. That wasn't your best. Well, you know, you win some and you lose some, right? Just like right. I lost the game over and over and over you again. You live, you learn. Um, you joke, you learn. Yeah. They go down halls and halls of mirrors and I'm all, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Like mirrors. That's fine. And they all, they all split up. They get lost. And Lizzie yeah. hears Clay and Luke running off and giggling together. And she's running after them and runs into a glass wall. Ouch. Ouch. And then she realizes she's into a completely mirrored room, which sounds amazing. Yeah. And sounds so glamorous. Then she realizes that there are even mirrors on the floor and the ceiling. Yeah. But she can't hear Luke and Clay anymore. Oh, where are they? And then she hears them laughing. Lol. They're, she, we're just here. We're right here. Can't you find us? And Lizzie's like, where are you guys? I can't find you. And then she finds a, a low opening between some mirrors. Uh-huh. And then she ends up into another mirrored room, except these mirrors are tilted at strange angles, and it's so dark in there, and she bumps her head. Ow! Ow, it hurts. It hurts. It's smart. And then she hears Luke and Clay. They're not laughing anymore, and they're worried. They're like, Lizzie, where are you? Lizzie, we can't find you. And then she finds them, and they're but they're all behind glass walls. Yeah, they can all see each other, but they're all trapped. All behind, three of them are. They're all in different rooms, trapped behind glass walls inexplicably. That's pretty scary. It is scary. This sequence is frightening. And then they realize there's no opening in their glass rooms. They're stuck. And then you, I saw it coming. This we saw this, it coming. This is the second thing I think of when I think of this. The wall like starts sliding in. Yeah. On and it says the ceilings and like ceiling like trash compactor style like a cube getting smaller. And they they're going to die. They're and they get crushed. And they're all screaming and screaming and screaming as Balloon above crush. as above so below it starts that's that's for you Lindsay. They start the walls start like caving in, pushing in, and Lizzie says, I was being crushed into a human square. Yeah, she was. And then last minute, last moment before- She meant cube. Before she's- You're right. Wow. I'm really proud of you for that. Thank you. I learned it from my brother. You know, like, how many sides does a square have for? How many sides does a cube have? Six. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That was good. Well, I guess we'd say how many walls does like a cube have? Well, we can go with sides. I'm not going to get boring here, I, I promise. Okay. And uh, the floor drops out. 
right before she's crushed to a human cube, <laughs> and they fall through another chute and are dumped outside. Sounds like my last relationship. Lol, see a trend here. And Clay and, Clay and Lizzie are all shook up. They're all shook up. But look, Luke is like feeling himself. He's into it. He's like, that yeah. was fun. He's all about whore land. Luke is like a little mischief maker. He loves to pinch and he loves to be scared. And even when he does get scared. But Clay gets really scared. Oh no, please. <laughs> but Luke's like kind of into it. And Lizzie's like, that's not, it, it wasn't fun. What if the ride broke down? What if we died? And Clay's like, is it possible that someone could be scared to death? And Luke's like, you guys, it's just fun. Yeah. Choke on it. This is horror land. So, uh, um, so he's like, so he sees a, a horror carrying a black balloon, baby's black balloon. And he says, has anybody ever died here? And, um, the horror says only once. And Luke says, oh, only, oh, only, only one. one person died here. And the horse says, no, no, that's not what I meant. Well, what did you mean? Well, a person can only die once here. No one's ever died twice. <laughs> that's a pretty good one. That's a really good Jovial one. Jovial Bob kind of hit it out of the park with I that one. I love that. That one's really so good. So now they decide, all right, we've had our fun. Let's go find mom and dad. And they walk past a rickety old coaster, which makes me think of, ooh, speaking of third grade, Texas that, what, what, what was that? The Texas giant? I have no idea what you're talking the about. The roller coaster. Where? In Texas somewhere. Where? Some field or something? No, at some amusement park. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, Matthew doesn't remember, but there is this... I was too busy reading books at home alone. Books at home alone? I was alone at home reading books. There was this roller coaster in Texas called the Texas Giant. Yeah. And it was rickety and old and terrifying, and I love old bone wooden coasters. And then Daniel woke up the next morning and said, I had a great dream about a Texas roller well, coaster. I feel bad for you that you don't remember. Yeah, well. That's really sad. Yeah, well, you just can I had know. the time of my whole life. Did you? Yeah, that yeah. year was the year we discovered Goosebumps, and I went on the best ride of my life. Wow, wow. You Sounds... should Google it. Look yeah, it up. Maybe I will. Yeah, they probably shut it down because it was too dangerous and too wild and too much fun. <laughs> yeah, it's probably you right. You don't remember that? Aren't you glad I introduced you to Goosebumps books, by the way? Listen. Listen here. Yeah, at least you could have done was introduce me to the Ghoster Coaster or whatever the hell I it was I did, called. but you don't remember because you blocked it out because you're probably too well, scared. Well, I have a shitty memory. You do. You have a terrible memory. Anyway, they decide to go find mom and dad, and the roller coaster's out of order, And then, but the sign says, out of order, do you dare to ride it anyway? I would. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you would, even if you did, you wouldn't remember. Um, so they're walking through a very dark forest. <laughs> you should see the face that you just Let's made. just get on with the book. So they're making their way through a dark forested path, and this, they see a sign that says, Beware of... Down a dark, slimy path where lie secrets that I never want to know. When everything familiar seems to disappear forever at the end of the path was Granny once again, and we wait in the dark... There's a sign that says, beware of tree snakes. And they hear trees hissing and hissing. Yes, 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 yes. Scary. And they come to a path with stone statues of hideous monsters. And the, the no, please. The statues start laughing. <laughs> Low, evil laughter. <laughs> we're, like barely, we're like a third of the way through this book. <laughs> and there's already been werewolf village, doom slide, house of mirrors, tree snakes, laughing statues. There's so much good gold in I this know. book. Got it. And it just keeps going. And they come to a sign that says, front exit, don't bother, you will never escape. Front butt. 
and they, they walk past a garden of all black flowers. Thank you. I'm getting my life here. It'll go great with my ice cream. And they come to a big red barn with a sign that says Bat Barn. Hashtag Bat Barn. Hashtag Bat Barn. Let's get Bat Barn trending. And there's a strong sour smell coming from it. Sick. Sick. Gross. And they decide, well, there's the barn is open and there's they can see right through it. And they can see an I entrance. I can see right through you. Mm, more references. This is good. Thank you. And they decide they're going to run right through it. And Clay and Lizzie are like, I don't know. And Luke's like, come on, let's just do it. I'm totally a Luke. Do you remember the bat bar from the video game? The bat barn from the video game? No, I don't. <laughs> Was it in there? Do you remember it? Guess you didn't make it that far. Come on. <laughs> you, did you ever play the game? Yeah. Did you really? Yes, I did. Do you remember the Bat Barn? I do. Maybe I remember the Bat Barn. <laughs> Maybe you have a terrible memory. No, I have a better memory than you do. That's true. The only way to find, the only way to revive these memories is to play it with you and Damien. That's we true. We should play it with Damien and have Butterbeer. We should. Thanks, Damien. But they, as, as they decide to run through the barn, mm -hmm. Luke begs them to do it. They do it. The doors close on both sides. Oh, no. They're in the pitch blackness, and they hear wings fluttering. This is pretty scary. They hear bat... They, they, they start to feel and hear what they think are bats swooping around them, chittering and banging against their bodies, bumping into them. Cray is shrieking. One gets caught in Lizzie's hair. She she hear she hears uh, a a shrill whistling hiss from me from the bats and she says it's coming so close it could be coming from me and then the door opens and there's not a sign of any bats nowhere no bats flapping in her wig no flats flapping around their barn yes her wig is still on and it's like nothing ever happened yeah. And Luke says, it's with special effects. And he says, I was almost scared. And Lizzie's like, I beg to differ, little lady. You were terrified. I heard you screaming. Um, so they keep walking. And they ask two horrors, is this really the way to the front exit? And the, hor the horrors completely ignore them. They see some kids in bathing suits going to a brown pond that says alligator pond. Ew. It says alligator pond, feel free to swim here. <laughs> And all of a sudden, they're back at the plaza with the doom slide. Oh, wow. No one's around. They ask two whores. They say, have you seen our parents? And they say, yes. They told us to give you a message. Yes, why, yes. They left. They had to leave. I don't know what they said. What did they say? No, they said, yeah, they, he, they told us to give... Um, told us to give you a message. The message is goodbye. <laughs> and everyone freaks out. Luke is like, who cares? They're probably just lying. Just scare us. The whores, he means, not their parents. And he says, that's their job. That's their job here at Horrorland. And Lizzie's like, well, no, Clay says, well, they should call it Dumbland. One day at Dumbland. <laughs> so they search where they feel like hours. They start, they start. Hours and hours. They start searching through dark, mysterious woods, strange monster villages, carnival areas with dozens of scary looking rides, all empty. I think this is the reason why the, the we had Goosebumps, then we had Goosebumps 2000, then we had Goosebumps Horrorland, the series that was released in the 2000s, actually. Because there's so much um, wealth of potential scares and jokes and content. That's why there was an entire series based on Goosebumps Horrorland to yeah. explore the things that could happen There's in so much in there, and that's why they made so a, a video game, a yeah. computer game. And Yeah, it was a computer game, you're right. We've been saying video game, it's a fucking computer game. No, I said computer game. I've been saying video game, I think. 
uh, it doesn't matter. I meant computer game, you guys. So they make their way pa through Vampire Village, past a building that says Monster Zoo, where they hear terrifying grunts, howls, and moans. <laughs> a guillotine <laughs> museum, which I found out the other day, the correct pronunciation is guillotine, G not guillotine. It's guillotine, yeah, not it guillotine? Is. It is. Is that colloquialism, though? Uh, no, no, it's not. Um, I can, uh, I'll get back to you on, on what the, why that the reason is. Thank you. But it really is guillotine. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably gonna get Wendy's after this. Oh yeah? Yeah. A number six? Yeah. I just, I've been thinking about lemonade. Oh man. Ever since you said black ice cream, I started thinking about gray, gray ice cream. Then I thought about Frosties. Now I've been thinking about fries and now I'm thinking about lemonade at Wendy's. Wow. Now, now that's all I can think about. Yeah. Wash it down with a butterbeer and you got yourself a deal. Ooh. So it, the sign says guillotine, guillotine museum, please hold on to your head. <laughs> uh... So they find their way back to alligator pond and they realize we can't find our parents. We can't find anyone. No one's here. Maybe something bad happened to them. Maybe the whores did something to them. Maybe they were attacked by whores. <laughs> and then and then somebody pushes Lizzie into the pond. No, no. No, wait. Actually, they didn't. They didn't push. This is this is a chapter break. Lizzie's like, I got pushed into the pond. But it turns and then out I died and I knew I was dead. She didn't get pushed into the pond. It was actually her dad just putting his hands on her shoulders. Oh. And he says, we've been looking everywhere for you guys. He said, there, there are no phones here. It's terrible, but the whores have been really nice. There's some real nice whores at this Especially place. Especially Mr. Morris. Lol. And he said, that he was like, he said the whores said, find your kids, and when you're ready to go, just come back to the, come back to the ticket booth. And so they're like, we're all so hungry. We're all so hungry. We want to go to Wendy's. But the parents are like, but we haven't had any fun. We've been looking around for you kids. Let's just ride all of us. Ride one ride together. Plitty. Please. Pretty please with the Virginia on top. And they walk past a tall green building that says free fall, the only bungee jump without a cord. Sounds like fun. I am losing my mind for these signs. Do you remember that one time when we were cleaning out our childhood home or whatever and I found an essay that I wrote when I was like six and my two dreams were to become an actor and the other one was to free fall to my death? I don't remember that. It's that I've always dreamed of becoming an actor and performing on stage. And then it, the other one said, and I've also, oh, I've always dreamed of free falling through the sky, plummeting towards the earth. Well, you've already been on stage. Yeah, that's true. I got the actor thing down. Well, now so it's time to time go. to die. That's pretty true. So they walk past a brown, they walk past a brown river and see a brown boathouse that says Coffin Cruise, a relaxing float, a relaxing float to the grave. This makes me think of. So now that we're at the coffin cruise part, the opening of the book, the first sentence of the book, which I'll read again later, says something to the effect of, "If I little did I know, in less than an hour, my parents and I would be yeah. laying in our coffins." Cute. It's cute. Yeah. <laughs> so they say this looks like fun, and plus the Brown River goes all the way to the front of the park. It's perfect. Yeah. So they get in these black, shiny, polished coffins that are just floating in a dock tied up to a rope with a satin red interior. Thank you. And there's a sign that says, lie back, enjoy the ride. It will be your last. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I kind of want to, I, I want to ride all these rides. I want to go on the coffin cruise. Coffin cruise sounds relaxing and glamorous. So they all get in their coffins. The whores push them off the dock. Yeah. Because there's just a bunch of whores hanging around the dock. Yeah. And the family jokes around each other. They said, oh, we're, are we going to die? We're going to our death, lol. Ha, ha, and it's just ha, a dreamy, ha. sleepy, just gorgeous ride. And then the lid slammed down over them. This is when things get scary. And Lizzie hears everybody screaming in their coffins no. and realizes the lid won't open. She oh, counts please. to 10, pushes, counts to 10, and pushes. 
and it won't budge. She's trapped. She's trapped. And then she realizes it's getting hot and stuffy and stale. Help, she can't breathe. Help, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Oh no, what is that? She tries to scream, but no sound come out. Uh, no sound uh, come out. It's like every dream I've ever had, including last night's dream. Don't even get me started on last really, night's dream. Really, none of my dream. dreams have ever had that. I've only ever had two, to become an actor and then free fall to my death. <laughs> I, I have those dreams where you're running, but then you can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I remember one time there was a killer in the house and everybody ran out of the house, but I was stuck at the front doorstep because my legs couldn't move. That's the way, that's I'm only laughing because that's too scary and I don't, know, I don't know how else to handle yeah, it. Yeah, I always wake up crying. Yeah. And she starts, Lizzie starts to feel tingly, itchy spiders crawling up her legs. Oh, no, spiders. And she tries to scratch and brush them off, but she can't get down to her legs. Because oh no, the, where's Courtney when we need her? Because the coffin's too tight. Oh, and the tingling starts moving higher and higher oh, no, up her legs. Oh the tingling. It starts moving higher up her legs. She starts to cough. And she thinks she's going to choke and be covered in spiders. Oh, no, she's covered in spiders. They're crawling, crawling all over her. Isn't this book scary, you guys? Yes, it's really scary. I it's love really this one. That's it's why so it's good. number one. The lid pops open just in time, and they realize they've, oh. they've come to a smaller dock. And everybody's so angry and so freaked they out. They suck in cool gulps of fresh air. They do. And they, they realize they're right by the she's entrance like, and the ticket later. booth. And mom, the mom says, that ride went too far. Clay says, I hate this place. Luke says, I thought it was ants. And mom says, you know what? Maybe we got to get out of here. Maybe the whores will lend us a car. <laughs> you know? But the ticket booths are closed. No one's around. The office is closed. So they decide to go to the parking lot and see if there's a sign or something. I don't know. Uh, they go to the parking lot. There's got to be someone around. They see a sign on the ticket booth that says, no exit. No one leaves whore land alive. No. No, please. They try to pull open the gate, but then... Then, after they try to pull it open, they see that there's a heavy chain and a large steel padlock on it. Now they see it. I probably, I, I feel like they would have seen it before they tried the gate. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, then they turn around and they see, not only are they not alone, but they see dozens and dozens, I mean, teams of whores walking towards them. I know. They've never seen so many whores. <laughs> crowds and crowds of whores. Whores with long purple tails and green costumes walking steadily across the plaza. Nasty, tall, scary whores. Scary whores with black lips. Black lips and purple skin. Nasty whores. Nasty, treacherous whores. Dangerous, nasty whores. Diseased whores. <laughs> <laughs> so they back up against the fence. They're pin they're pinned up against the fence by whores, and they say, "What do you want, you whores?" Lizzie. Did you hear she got pinned? Did, did she kiss him and cry? <laughs> and they they hit. The, she said, "What do you want? What do you want?" The whore. What do you want from me? And the whores say, "We want to thank you." Thank you for being our guest. We want to thank you for being our guest. I'm the MC. Thank you for being our guest on Horrorland Hidden Camera. Oh. oh. See, the cameras, they're everywhere, and all the whores go crazy. Here they comes say, the first twist. It's on the Monster Channel. Oh, Lord. Smile, you're on Monster Camera and for the Monster Channel. And to show our appreciation, there's a brand new car for you Ooh, wow. in the parking lot. The exit is just through this door. Yeah, just come through this door and you'll get your brand new car for being on our TV show. Yeah, go through this tall green building with a yellow door. They're so happy and excited. And they go through the door, but once they realize they're in a big, huge white room. This is where things lose me. This, 
really, this is where things get nuts, where I think this is a movie. It gets too nuts for me. Well, let's get into it, henty. Okay. I think she's starting to suspect something. Who? Your wife. He did it. I know. He did it, ladies and gentlemen. What lies beneath? I was afraid I was going to run out of time. I could have done a better one, though. Maybe I will later. Uh, almost got him. There are big, bright lights shining on them, and all of a sudden the lights turn out, and... They hear, welcome to the Horrorland Challenge. You have one minute to go through the monster obstacle course. Please keep in mind that the games are now over. This is real. You're playing for your life. This is probably one of the most... So don't fuck it up. And don't fuck it up. And don't fuck it up. And don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. And don't fuck it up. 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 And don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. And 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 don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. And 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 do not fuck it up. So, <laughs> this is probably one of the most dangerous moments in any Goosebumps book. And yes, hands down. Actually. It gets yeah. really rough. So, a, li- a dim light comes on, and they realize that there's a four armed monster the size of a gorilla with red fur, green eyes, and two rows of. Two rows of drooling fangs over purple lips in front of them. 50 seconds left. Run. Run. So the family starts running for their lives, screaming in this dim light led by the dad. They dodge the monster, and then they run into two 10-foot-tall birds with huge, hot, flapping wings. What? And this, this is like Dr. Seuss Grinch night. You know what yes, I mean? Yes. They all get split up. They're running terrified. And then Lizzie realizes she's being chased by six growling pig-like creatures with sharp pointed teeth curling from their twisted mouths. Oh, it's so fucked up. She looks over and sees that her dad getting beaten up by the four-armed creature. And then Lizzie feels a furry snake on her leg. And then another. And then she tosses them as they hiss. Hiss, hiss. 20 seconds left. More monsters start appearing. There's even a disgusting yellow lizard-like creature with dark, flicking tongues like bull whips. There's a hopping, furry ball that roars as it hops, sharp teeth poking out of its three mouths. Hissing snakes, enormous buzzing insects with glowing red eyes. Grunting pig monsters. A giant bear-like creature on two legs tossing its dark round head back and laughing like a hyena as its paws punch the air a bird literally captures luke and pulls him into the air with its wings 10 seconds left lizzie grabs luke from the air pulls him down and then two paws pick her up by the waist hoist her high in the air and slam her on the floor she lands hard on her stomach and her forehead hits the floor and then she not even her elbows and knees no we're not playing around anymore and then she looks up and sees a furry elephant above her about to step on her wow stephanie step on me and then you guys it steps on her it slowly slowly puts its sweaty foot down on her presses her stomach hard until it almost crushes her and then a buzzer goes off and then it stops and walks away time's up 
What a thrilling race. Do we have any survivors? The MC asks, and they say, yes, we do. Three out of five survived. Can you believe this book, you guys? <coughs> Matthew can't. He's dying. I need some butterbeer. So Lizzie gets up and sees Luke and Clay, and she realizes, no, her mom and dad are dead. They died. They died. Where have all the parents gone? Slight mistake, says the MC. Five out of five survivors. I'm kidding. And he says, we've never had a perfect score before. Dad's beaten up. He's a bloody old gash. Everybody's furious. And dad's like, you can't do this to us. We all almost died. Where's my car? And then the floor tilts. And they all slide across the floor and out into the plaza. Do you see a trend here? Yeah, to their doom. I think we I think we need a jacket. Yeah, I think we need a jacket here. The They make it out to the plaza. There's a bunch of whores out front cheering. Yeah. And Lizzie's angry, runs up to the MC, jumps on her. The MC is a woman, by the way. Oh. Well, uh, uh, she's a female whore. And screams, you can't do this. Let me see who you really are. Let me see your face. And tries to pull off the mask. But it's not a mask. It's a real face. She realizes they're all, all, they're ah, real monsters. I mean, duh. And she says, yes, we're real monsters. The Monster Channel is watched by over two million monsters. What? Yes. And she says, let me show you, let me show you how we, it's time to say goodbye. Let me show you how we say goodbye in the Horrorland hidden camera show. And so the whores gather around, push the family towards a purple pond at the edge of the plaza, and are going to push them into the purple pond. Now, the purple pond is gurgling and smells foul and is like some sort of acid kind of thing, right? Now I know I'm going to be sick. The MC drops a stone into the pond and it gets sucked down. A stone. And she says, all right, y'all. You you cornered. You're by the pond. Do you want to jump in? Are you going to have to be pushed? And so the family all holds hands like it's Toy Story 3. Wow, cue my tears, actually. And they're about to be burned alive. Oh, what a and good movie. Liz, her, Lizzie squeezes her dad's hand. They squeeze each other's hands. And then she has an idea. And she realizes as, as, she, as, as dad's squeezing her. Did you guys see this coming? Do you know what's about to happen? I didn't see this coming. I mean, the first time I read it or whatever. She's, I have an idea. I love that she doesn't tell the reader what the idea is either. Yeah, I think that's kind of fun. She reaches out and pinches a whore. Pinch. She just pinches some whore. And the whore tries to pull away, but Lizzie pinches, pinches harder and harder and harder and screams, the mad pincher strikes again. (laughs) That's so awesome. Isn't this outrageous? Now that you're saying all this out loud, it doesn't seem as annoying as I thought it was when I read it. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to read this. The, The whore, her yellow eyes rolled around crazily. No, she pleaded. And Lizzie pinched harder and harder. And then I was the one to cry out as her mouth opened wide and with a loud whoosh, a rush of air escaped her lips. (gasps) I leaped back. And as the air rushed from her mouth, she appeared to deflate just like a balloon. And then she realizes if you pinch the whores, they deflate like balloons. I know. That's incredible. Isn't this crazy? It's nuts. I love it. It's nuts. And such an incredible movie they would have made. So they start stampeding away, scared of the pinching, as Lizzie and Luke start pinching everyone. And uh, they all run away, and the family laughs and laughs and laughs. And Lizzie says, see, I told you, I always come through in a pinch. (laughs) 
And then she pro- su- surprised herself by making a joke. They all laugh. Such an incredible joke. I know. They all jump for joy and laugh and hug and run out of the park, which I guess means the gate is unlocked now. I guess so. And this is where we wrap the book up real, real, real quick. fast. Uh, they decide to see if one of the buses maybe has keys in it. And all of a sudden they realize the horrors are now chasing them. And... And they're, they're, scream. they're screaming, no one ever escapes. So they get on a bus. There they, are keys in there. Great. Thank, thank God there are keys in there. That always happens in movies. They're like, check under the, the, the dashboard or check under the, you know, thing. What's that thing above, the co- above your seat to keep out the sun? What do you call that thing? That thing you pull down to cover, to cover the sun? The, the, vi- the shade, the visor. What do you call that thing? That visor shade. What the, do you guys call that thing? The shade, the... What do you call that thing? Put that thing down. I don't know. Anyway, keys are always in there in movies. And uh, they drive. They drive that bus for hours and hours and hours. That bus. Laughing the whole way there. They get home. It's a full moon. And as soon as they get home, they look at the look on the back of the bus and see that a whore is hanging on. Can I actually read the end of this instead of you reading it? Please. By all means, please. In fact, I'm going to read the first sentence of the book and last par- first and last paragraph. You of the know book. how we do. <clears throat> As we entered the gates to Whoreland, we had no idea. In less than an hour, we would all be lying in our coffins. No. I'm going to read a little bit more of the end. Then I saw him. It was a whore, and he was clinging to the back of our bus. Oh no! I cried out. What are you doing there, Dad demanded. Did you ride back there the whole way home, Luke asked in disbelief. I shrank back as the whore let go of the bus and slid to the ground. His yellow eyes studied us menacingly. He moved toward us quickly. Clay and Luke hid behind Dad. Mom's mouth dropped open in fright. What do you want, I cried. He reached out his green hand. Here, he said. We forgot to give you your free passes for next year. Come on, this book is a blast. This book is number one. It's so good. I'll definitely upgrade the B minus. Such a blast. Love it, love it, love it. I know. If the, if the, as um, Luke said, we should call it welcome to uh, we should call it dumb land instead of horror land. But if you're watching the TV episodes, a TV's the two parter, I would call it one day at trash land. <sighs> what were we gonna say? I ruined it. Yeah. Or- I was gonna say one day at bore land. Oh. Like boring. That's that's so much funnier, and I'm the, really embarrassed. Yeah, you really fucked it up, didn't you? Wow, strong words. Well, listen, this is not for kids. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> the TV show and the books are for, but not this, this, this fucking podcast. Is, this is not. This book, this, this In case you guys can never tell the difference between who's speaking or not, Matthew is the one who's always using tons of profanity. And speaking in third person. Yeah, and Daniel's always the one giving you grammar tips and just going on and on. I'm single. Uh, so this was episode, uh, sorry, season three, season season three, episodes eight and nine, which I think is kind of cool. Is the first episode aired October twenty fifth, nineteen ninety seven. Oh, well, uh, Halloween. And part part two aired November first, the day after Halloween. Now these episodes are real clunkers, and yeah, I do not trash. Re- I do not recommend watching these TV no, episodes. No, don't. They're awful. One Day at Horrorland should never have been made into a TV episode. No, it's it. The budget, like it just, it's impossible. Yeah, it, it's, it's really, it's, it's really t- some piss poor television. It's garbage. So let's just run through this real quick. So there's no all, clay. Ain't no clay in this one. We and don't have Luke, time for and clay. And Luke is not Luke as he is in the book. 
Yeah. He, he's like a little scaredy cat in, sort of, in the TV episode. And Lizzie, um, the actors as a whole in this episode, um, I don't want to put negative energy out in the universe, but sometimes when actors are given roles, they make interesting choices, and sometimes they choose really boring, lazy choices. Choices that make us think they don't even want to be doing what they're doing right now, and they seem so tired and lazy that they don't actually make choices. So the actress who plays Lizzie, she gets, um, she has disgusting, pulled back, gross, sweaty bun, uh, a sweaty bun in the back of her head, and she's wearing um, baggy brown pants and a unbuttoned mint green. Um, bowler shirt and then kind of an ugly brown v-neck underneath and it's the fucking ugliest clothes I've ever seen in my entire life. I wrote a note that said Luke is wearing a shirt that's 89 times too big for him. (laughs) It's also like crayon red and everyone looks their absolute worst and they're terrible. And they're not stuck. They're not uh, driving through the desert. They are driving through a bunch of seagulls. Yeah, they're dri- literally in, through in, a bunch of seagulls. In the wide, they're driving through seagulls. In the close-ups, they're driving through I don't even know what. And as they're driving, you know, they're like, we, "Let's go to Zoo Gardens. We're lost. Same old, same old." And then, really cheaply made um, spinning fire orbs start shooting towards the car, along with a fuzzy, warbly um, hologram of a horror face. A hologram of a horror face comes flying towards the car, and then we have our first commercial break. It's really hard to tell what's going on, and I can't tell what's going on. And so they get to the, basically they get to the Horrorland signs, and it's just this low budge like clap trap thrown together the sign is like a com- somebody did it on their computer yeah it looks like a it looks like the realization of a last minute powerpoint presentation that was doing class today it, it's it's like someone dug the whole harland is basically a big forest it's, yeah it's not an amusement park it's a forest. There's almost no rides or anything. There's almost no rides, no nothing, just a bunch of forest. There's and, then, and they cheap, have cheap peat moss hanging around. And cheap it looks like dime found, store skeletons hanging They found the nowhere. discount Halloween bin and just threw a bunch of stuff up. Yeah, it's actual trash. It's insulting. Yeah, it's really, it's really. So the, they like. The, the one moment that I think is kind of fun, even though the acting is not good, is they. so the car doesn't explode. They walk across this long bridge. Which is also, I think, they park the car and you see like this this manhole underneath and this horror hand come through and put like some kind of tracker thing on the bottom of the station wagon. Whatever. They walk across uh, this bridge and I swear it's the bridge from Werewolf Skin. Do you remember that bridge? No. There's a bridge at one point. Anyway, we'll get there in about two, three. Yeah. Okay. About two or three years. And uh, you know, they go to the ticket booth. The horror's there. Now, the, each each whore in this TV episode has a starkly different s- shitty accent. Like, one of them's like, please, to come to the whore land. Get out! While you still can! You scared him. That wasn't very nice. You shouldn't be here. It's not safe. Get out! And another one's like, I don't know nothing about no whores. Ain't nobody done do 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 Hi there, folks. You look mighty thirsty. How would you like a nice monster punch? It's a pirate. One's like, err. Yo, lay back and enjoy the ride. Maybe you're lost. <laughs> bye bye. And one is literally the voice of Wolverine from X Men the Animated Series. Oh, hello. Uh, first time at Horrorland? Yeah. That's I was gonna, what I said a couple, you know, like maybe a minute ago now was my the part I kind of liked was when a whore walks up with the just a head, yeah, a blonde head, and she says, "Stay off the guillotine ride." Sharp turns. She's a terrible actress, but I think that's funny. Yes. <laughs> 
Anyway, you guys get it. They... So then we kind of split off and we have like the parent subplot, which is impossibly boring. And then the kids subplot. And we don't really go on any rides at all. We don't actually go on any rides. There we is have no the... doom slide. They go into the House of Mirrors and it's just a straightforward, boring as tits House of Mirrors. There's also this really silly sequence where like boring old snoozy old Lizzie, who can't even be bothered, walks through the, the Hall of Mirrors or whatever. And then she stops and does like a ballerina pirouette out of like nowhere. There's like a tinkle of ballet music that happens. Then she goes back to being crushed this like is a what cube. happens in the house of mirrors you guys so you know they get separated and lizzie's by herself and there's like a creature in one of the mirrors yeah like a wiggly scratched up vagina mouth monster comes out it's one of... confusing ass face like a red face with like horns and it's not scary and it looks too it almost looks like too adult and trashy yeah it's like some trash and leftover it's wearing mask like and... a i don't i don't know how to describe it like a like a, uh, a, a haunted, I mean, a terror tower bellhop outfit. I don't know. To me, it kind of... Like crossed with like a matador. Yeah. To me, it came across as like... Uh, like seriously, guys, like what a, the fuck is going like on? Like a Mandarin supervillain hosting a bad dinner party. Yeah. And like we're supposed to be... And it's in the House of Mirrors. And I think, I think it's supposed to be like coming out of the mirror. They do this like CGI sort of... I don't even want to say CGI because that's not even... It looks like really. it was just copied and pasted. It looks like it's coming out of the mirror or something. And then it disappears. And then she realizes she has no reflection. And she's like, when will my reflection show who I am inside? I'm talking to my own reflection. I'm talking to my own reflection. But I ain't talking about you. I'm talking to my own reflection. I'm talking to my own reflection. I'm talking to my own reflection. But I ain't talking about you. I'm talking to my own reflection. Why think I'm putting on my favorite perfume? Why think this dress so tight that I could barely move? Why think I'm dancing in these uncomfortable shoes? And then we cut to the parents and they were just walking around aimlessly being like, is there a phone? Is there a phone? And they're like, no phones. And they're like, let's stop and get some monster punch. And what monster punch is, is literally leftover Jurassic Park Raptor I'm not kidding. Heads. Like it's their Jurassic Park Raptor head cup. And they're like a, like a dull blue. And like one of the, the horrors. Flips like, open his fingertip and like liquid comes out and a pours drink. They really are playing up the silly and not the scary. Yeah. Like, really, really still, and they're like, oh, they don't pay for the drinks, and it's pointless. Yeah, everyone seems really bored to be at Horrorland. So, the kids go on the coffin cruise. It's very boring. In fact, the, the, the most frightening thing with the whole episode to me is once Luke is in the coffin, there's a real tarantula they have on the pillow next to him, which I yeah, think is genuinely scary. scary. But they just show a tarantula appearing on the pillow next to Luke, and then the ride's over. Yeah, the coffin cruise sequence was so... Uh, relaxing and 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 lazy. I, I almost fell asleep watching. It. I, I wish I had. They they do that thing where it's supposed to look like oh what a wild ride, but it's just footage of a coffin lazily floating down a river and they speed it up. Yeah. <laughs> so it looks like it's like rapids or something, but it's just it's. I'm not scared. You guys, it's it's not good. So. Um, I don't know. And then, like, they run there, into their there's, parents. There's this moment where the parents see like a, a family walk into a a door that says horrors only and the mom's like oh, they look like they're prisoners that doesn't seem right something's wrong with this place let's get out of here there's something wrong terribly wrong with this place so the parents like try and they i don't know they meet up with the kids after the coffin cruise this is still part one by the way and every they're all they get lost in the woods there's so much lost in the woods i truly believe they were trying to fill time yeah 
And so they just have them lost in the woods for a while. No rides, no signs, just literally lost in the woods. They find the parents, they get out, There's the gate's locked, and it says there's no exit. And, I mean, I don't know why they just didn't pull off the cheap plastic chains. Yeah. You know? And they're in the cardboard lock. I'm sounding, I'm sounding bitter. Yeah. And then it says to be continued. That's the end of part one. And part two, you guys, is full tilt, like, all... Slapstick ridiculous this like monster reality tv competition show that they're on which is so, a like total the last snooze. three chapters of the book are the last 30 like full solid episode but they go in a completely different direction yeah it's a horror it's a Harland hidden camera show but it's like an actual they pull them into that whores only room that the parents saw earlier and it's like a tv studio with a live audience of they, all, full of whores. They cut to this one shot that they use over, over and over and over and over, over, over again. I have a ton of whores in the audience clapping or whatever. Just digitally, like... And the host is like, duplicated. we have the Morris family here. And you, and if you win the games, you get a new sports utility vehicle. And the parents are, like, really excited about the sports utility vehicle. And everyone just accepts really quickly their monsters. And there's a monster TV channel. And they're on this monster TV channel. And the parents are just full tilt, like... Let's just get the new sports utility vehicle. Ooh, that sounds good. And Lizzie and Luke are like, Mom, Dad, we don't want to play. Like, yes, we could get that new sports utility vehicle. Hmm. What kind of a car is it? A brand new sports utility vehicle. Dad, uh, we all sure could have loads of fun with a brand new sports utility vehicle. There's there's some real trash. There's a whore that's um, the makeup artist that's like... Wears all pink and is like super flamboyant and doesn't do their makeup and it's just a joke. And then there's like this commercial break at one point during the episode where and they it's show like, like fake monster commercials for like, like Monster TV where it's like you know like the monster jams you can listen to fake or, like monster love songs like I want to hold your claws and wart to wart. It's not good. Now before the Morris kids get their turn, let's watch this important message. Now, for the first time on one CD, greatest monster love songs. You'll get Your Heart Is In My Pocket and Your Lips Are In My Drawer. And get in the mood with Wart to Wart. And who can forget, I Want to Hold Your Claws. It's so lame. So the game that they're playing on the actual game show is it's basically like... like um, it's basically like, what, it's basically like Wheel, Wheel, of, Wheel Fort. of Fortune. They, they have to like... Fill in some phrase and guess letters that are in the phrase. And, and the phrase turns out to be, you know, like the... I don't know... They get a bucket of worms dumped on them at one point because they're not getting the right letters or something. I don't know. The 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 words end up spelling out. Uh, the letters end up spelling out. The Morris family is lunch. Yep. And the only sort of like smart moment I think in this whole episode is the MC or character or whatever says like something like, "What's going to happen next? Stay tuned. You know." Stay tuned after these messages or whatever. And it actually goes to commercial break. Yeah. Like for the episode. I was yeah. like, that's interesting. Well, but what's dumb is as soon as it gets back from the actual commercial break, the then it cuts to fake commercial break. Yeah. That's like it's mean. back in the, in for like two seconds. They're like back at the TV studio. And he's like, let's go to a commercial break. And then it's about like a kid, a, a kid monster whore playing with, like action figures Human of humans dolls. and like pulling them apart. It's such a snooze. Okay, and so then the last part or whatever is they, they like, okay, you're done with the game or whatever. Pick one door to go into. One door is your new sports utility vehicle, drink. And one and is other Ripper. One, Ripper. And it's a picture of Saber. Saber. From, like they just use the exact monster Saber from Welcome to Camp Nightmare. Welcome to Camp Nightmare. And they pull open, they pick door number one and it's Ripper. So they get put into a, this terribly lit like green cave sort of thing with a bunch of trash props in it. Like, 
And they get chased by the monster, literally the animatronic monster from Welcome to Camp Nightmare. But it doesn't sound as cool as it sounds. And this horror... It's not as cool as ...pulls them out and says, this way, this is the exit. And he saves them and he was like, I wanted to be the host of the TV show... It's terrible. It doesn't make any. I mean, like, he's like no, I want. He was like, I wanted to be the host of the TV show. That guy's not no good. Whatever, get out of here. That's this way is the exit. Yeah, and so then like Ripper. But then Ripper eats that guy, and so they just like run. Eats th- him alive. They run through the woods. Horse chase them. They come to a chain link fence, and then they kind of crawl underneath no, the fence. Before they get there, though, which I think this is terrible. They find this sort of mini sort of clearing in the woods where there's like baby <laughs> carriages and ripped up clothes and like car seats. And they're like, wow, you know, we must not be the only people that have tried to get out of here. And I was like, oh, so we're joking around this whole episode that it's like some silly monster thing with terrible, cheap, like, production value. And then you want to intimate that there were murdered babies? Yeah. Cool. So they they make it through out through the fence, and they get back in the car, and then they, they like drive away. And they dr- inexplicably all of a sudden are on a beach, kind Driving of. through seagulls. They are coming... And they realize that the dad's like, I'm not in control of the car. Like, I can't. Tr-. She's like, Dad, where are you going? Lizzie's like, Dad, where are you going? He's like, I can't. I don't know Cut where to Cut back go. to the monster TV show and the MC or whatever. It's like, we have the tracker on the bottom of the car that you saw earlier that's now controlling where they drive. And it has them drive literally off the edge of a cliff. Well, tilting on the edge of a cliff and they're about to fall off. And then it cuts to two whores watching TV, and watching eat. the TV channel in their like home, eating cockroaches. And then it abruptly ends. And that's the end of the episode. So we leave the Morris family teetering on the edge of a cliff in their car screaming. And do they fall over? We don't know. So there, it does. it's not nearly as smart or as terrifying if it, if it sounds smart or terrifying. You it's real bunk. I understand why they wanted to make it. Clearly, because it's such a huge... It's such a huge... How could they not do the episode kind of thing? And it's probably, Everybody knows One Day at Horrorland. Yeah, I Everybody guess because does. The, the budget, whatever, but... The budget doesn't allow for it. It should be It should be a movie budget for <laughs> the that The second episode, the second part, uh, part two of it, feels so unlike a Goosebumps book, and it feels so completely exhausting it's and one of my le- It's watch. one of my least favorite episodes. It's absolute trash. But the book itself... The book is so good. I, the quintessential <sighs> Goosebumps book. It's number one. I know, like, Joe and a lot of people who think of Goosebumps books, the first thing you think of is One Day at Horrorland. And <sighs> you're right, there's a lot of screams and twists packed into that book it's pretty incredible i like this sort of semi-summer theme we have going on here yeah because you know this feels like a summer book to me it is summer as we're recording this right now summer 2015 yeah and up next we have why i'm afraid of bees why i'm afraid of bees i have only read why i'm afraid of bees once really once interesting i know i've read it more than once it's the one i know the absolute <gasps> least i'm so excited i then. have tried to reread it i'm not kidding you daniel every summer for the last few years and i have not gotten around you're to gonna it. get around to it this i am summer. so excited to finally read why i'm afraid of it's bees. one of the main ones that people bring up when i like when i meet people and stuff they i mentioned oh this i remember podcast. the cover used to absolutely horrify me hey, when I was hey donnell kid. shout out to donnell i remember him mentioning this book Ooh, what? well we'll get to that next time so thank you guys so much for tuning into our um our one year anniversary. Our one year anniversary. How exciting! For it's an exciting time to be a Goosebumps fan. It's the fan, best you guys. time to be a Goosebumps fan. We got the movie coming out. We're six, sweet sixteen and seventeen episodes, really, if you count the trailer review that we just did. Yes, if you um, haven't listened to that, give it a peek. Please check it out. Follow us on Instagram. Yes, and- if you if you like what you hear. Tell us. Yeah, we want to hear your feedback. My my Twitter is irobotujane, and Daniel's is Danny Mac seven six nine. And as you Follow guys know, us. everyone who's listening, 
um, uh, who has tweeted us. We've tweeted. I, we tried to tweet tweet back as many many people yeah, as we can. Yeah, we want to interact. We usually do. So give us your thoughts, and, and also leave in a review on iTunes. Yeah. Every time somebody leaves a review on a review on iTunes, it pushes pushes us up the list of podcasts, which means more people will find it. And now we, is the time. Now is the time to unite. We got ours a movie is the time. Now, ours is that. Now is the hour. That's true. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I hope you don't have nightmares all night like Daniel's going to, and how, nightmares I'm going to have after watching the TV episode, especially yes. that second part. Mm-hmm. It was truly something terrifying that um, I'll never be able to unsee. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm so excited for you guys to and join us next time for Why I'm Afraid of Bees. Cool? Cool. We'll see you then. If, if you, you dare. Enjoy Horrorland. Have a scary day.